Welcome to Zichud Daf Siman. Remember, by Abraham Goldhar, and today we're Moseches Nedarim Daf Yud Test, the second parak Be'il Mutarim. So the three topics we're going to focus on: number one, on Daf Yud Ches Amabez, Rabbi Zera said Rabbi Lezer was the Tana who held Suffolk Nizirus Lahakel, a Suffolk involving Nizirus is treated leniently. Abai questions if Rabbi Lezer is the Tana, since the next part of that very Mishnah states Suffolk Bechoros Echel Bechori Adam Echel Bechori Behema Ben Tamea Ben Tahora a Suffolk of Bechoros, whether a Bechor of a person, a Bechor of animals, whether non-kosher or kosher, Hamotzi Mechaberol of Arai the Kohen who's attempting to withdraw property from his friend, must provide proof that it's Bechor. The run explains that the cases where the mother gave birth to twins, one male, one female, and it isn't known whose head emerged first. And a Bryce taught regarding this, but they are prohibited in shearing and work out of doubt that they may be a Bechor. We see then that this mission rules stringently regarding a suffix involving someone's property, although it is lenient when it involves the person himself, such as in the case of Naziris. And earlier, Rebbe Zeres said that one's person and property should be treated equally. The Gemara answers, is Why do you compare Kedusha that comes by itself, meaning a Bechor, to Kedusha that comes through men, meaning Naziris? Rebelezer's reasoning was that a person does not intend to affect a netter in a case of uncertainty, but that would not prevent automatic kedusha from taking effect. Point number two was taught in the price of one says, I'm here by a nazir if there are 100 core in this pile. And he went and found that it was stolen or lost and can no longer determine its volume. Rebuda says he is not a nazir and Rebishiman says he is. The Gemara says Rebuda's position for ruling leniently in the case of the Suffolk contradicts his statement in Armishnah, which implies he would rule stringently in the case of Stam Truma. One who makes an undefined truma netter, which is a suffix if one meant truma of grain, which cannot affect a netter, or truma zalishka, which can affect a netter. Rabbi answers that the reason Rabbi Yudah is lenient in the case of the grain pile is, wherever the suffix, meaning ruling stringently because of a suffix, is more stringent than its certainty, a person does not bring himself into a ruling of doubt. Because by a Nazar, although a definite Nazar can shave his hair and bring a Nazar carbon and it is eaten, a Suffolk Nazar cannot shave his hair nor bring his carbon. Since he may not be a Nazar, the carbon may be illegitimate and cannot be brought, which would preclude his ever shaving his hair for fear that he may be a Nazar who is yet to bring his Nazar carbonus. Rabbi agrees that one would not intend to put himself in such an irreconcilable position, and the Naziris is invalid. And pointing with you, the Gemara challenges Rabbi's answer by quoting a Bryce which states that even a declaration to be a Nazir Shimshon, which means he may not cut his hair for life, like Shimshon, in a case of Suffolk, is invalid according to Rabbi Yudhubi, despite there being no added stringency by the Suffolk status. Rabbi responded, Itanya Tanya, if there's such a Bryce, then there is, meaning he concedes and he cannot explain it to conform with our Mishnah. Ravashi answers the Brisa of Nazar Shimshon was Rabbi Yehuda quoting the opinion of Rabbi Tarfan who said in a case where a man said about an approaching person, I'm a Nazar that it is pony, and a second person said, I'm a Nazar if that is not pony, ain't echomehem Nazar, neither of them is a Nazar, regardless of who is correct. Shonitna Naziris al-Hafwa, because Naziris was only given to take effect when there is a clear expression with no uncertainty at the time of the declaration. The Gemara adds that according to Rabbi Tarfan, the Naziris would be ineffective even if the pile of grain was not subsequently lost since the amount was unknown at the time of his declaration. So once again, the three points are number one on Daf Yudches Amabez, where Bezeris said that Belazer was the Tanu who held Suffolk Naziris Lahakel. A Suffolk involving Naziris is treated leniently. 
Abai questions if Rabbalazar is the Tanah, since the next part of that very Mishnah states, Safek Bechoros, Echel Bechori, Adam Echel Bechori, Behema, Ben Tamea, Ben Tahora, a Safek of Bechoros. Whether a Bechor of a person, a Bechor of animals, whether non-kosher or kosher, Hamotzi Mechavero of Arai, the Kohen who is attempting to withdraw property from his friend, must provide proof that it's Bechor. The run explains that the cases where the mother gave birth to twins, one male, one female, and it isn't known whose head emerged first. And a Bryce taught regarding this, but they are prohibited in shearing and work out of doubt that they may be a Bechor. We see then that this mission rules stringently regarding a suffix involving someone's property, although it is lenient when it involves the person himself, such as in the case of Naziris. And earlier, Rabbi Zerah said that one's person and property should be treated equally. The Gemara answers, Why do you compare Kedusha that comes by itself, meaning a Bechor, to Kedusha that comes through men, meaning Naziris? Rabbi's reasoning was that a person does not intend to affect a netter in a case of uncertainty, but that would not prevent automatic Kedusha from taking effect. Point number two was taught in the price of one says, I'm here by a Nazar if there are 100 core in this pile. And he went and found that it was stolen or lost and can no longer determine its volume. Rabbi Yudas says he is not a Nazar and Rabbi Shimon says he is. The Gemara says Rabbi Yudas' position for ruling leniently in the case of the Suffolk contradicts his statement in our mission, which implies he would rule stringently in a case of Stam Truma. One who makes an undefined truma netter, which is a suffix if one meant truma of grain, which cannot affect a netter, or truma's alishka, which can affect a netter. Rabbi answers that the reason Rabbi Yudah is lenient in the case of the grain pile is, wherever the suffix, meaning ruling stringently because of a suffix, is more stringent than its certainty, a person does not bring himself into a ruling of doubt. Because by a Nazar, although a definite Nazar can shave his hair and bring a Nazar carbon and it is eaten, a Suffolk Nazar cannot shave his hair nor bring his carbon. Since he may not be a Nazar, the carbon may be illegitimate and cannot be brought, which would preclude his ever shaving his hair for fear that he may be a Nazar who is yet to bring his Nazar carbonus. Rabbi agrees that one would not intend to put himself in such an irreconcilable position and the Naziris is invalid. And pointing with you, the Gemara challenges Rabbi's answer by quoting a Bryce which states that even a declaration to be a Nazar Shimshon, which means he may not cut his hair for life, like Shimshon, in a case of Suffolk, is invalid according to Rabbi despite there being no added stringency by the Suffolk status. Rabbi responded, Itanyatani, if there's such a Bryce, then there is, meaning he concedes and he cannot explain it to conform with our Mishnah. Ravashi answers the Brisa of Nazar Shimshon was Rabbi Yehuda quoting the opinion of Rabbi Tarfan who said in a case where a man said about an approaching person, I'm a Nazar that it is pony, and a second person said, I'm a Nazar if that is not pony, ain't echo mehem Nazar, neither of them is a Nazar regardless of who is correct. Because Naziris was only given to take effect when there is a clear expression with no uncertainty at the time of the declaration. The Gemara adds that a coin to be tarp from the Naziris would be ineffective even if the pile of grain was not subsequently lost since the amount was unknown at the time of his declaration. All right, so now we go to our Simmerdafio test, and our standard simmer is a yacht. A yacht. So here goes. The captain of the yacht transporting a Suffolk Bechor, which was not to be worked or sheared, tried to calm down an irate Suffolk Nazir passenger who complained the wind blew off the decks and grain he made his Naziris conditional on. By telling him that even if he had pledged to be a Nazir Shimshon, would need a Naziris Elahafla, and that he's not a Nazir. So once again in slow motion, the captain of the yacht, yacht, that must be more enough. 
Your test. The captain of the yacht transporting a Suffolk Bahor, which was not to be worked or sheared, which reminds us that Belazar rules that Suffolk Nazir is Lahaka, but when it comes to Suffolk Bahor, he's Machmir in that it can't be worked or sheared, because while a person does not intend to affect the nether in the case of a Suffolk, it would not prevent automatic Kedusha from taking effect. So the captain of the yacht transporting a Suffolk Bahor, which was not to be worked or sheared, tried to calm down an irate Suffolk Nazir passenger who complained the wind blew off the decks and grain he made his Nazir's conditional on. Which reminds us, it was taught in a price of one says, Harini Nazir, Yesh Bikri Hazem Me'akur. I'm here by a Nazir if there are one hundred core in this pile. And he went and found that it was stolen or lost and can no longer determine its volume. Rebuda says he's not a Nazir, and Shimon says he is. So the captain of the yacht transporting a Suffolk Bahor, which was not to be worked or sheared, tried to calm down an irate Suffolk Nazir passenger who claimed the wind blew off the decks and grain he made his Nazir's conditional on by telling him that even if he had pledged to be a Nazir Shimshon, what neat a Nazir's and that he is not a Nazir, which reminds us, according to Rabbi Yehuda, even a declaration to be a Nazir Shimshon, which means he may not cut his hair for life like Shimshon, in a case of a Suffolk, he is not a Nazir. Ravashi says Rabbi Yehuda was quoting the opinion of Rabbi Tarfun, who said, in a case where a man said about an approaching person, I am a Nazir, if that is Pony, and a second person said, I am a Nazir, if that is not Pony, ain't ech mehem Nazir. Neither of them is a Nazir, regardless of who was correct. She would need a Naziris because Naziris was only given to take effect when there is a clear expression with no uncertainty at the time of the declaration. So once again, the captain of the yacht transporting a Suffolk Bechor, which was not to be worked or sheared, tried to calm down an irate Suffolk Nazir passenger who complained the wind blew off the decks and grain he made as a Nazir's conditional on, by telling him that even if he had pledged to be a Nazir Shimshon, would need a Nazir's Elel Hafla, and that he is not a Nazir. All right, now it's time to go to our four blah Chazar. Daf Tesvav. So the simmer Daf Tesvav is a fruit bowl. So here goes. The fruit bowl, fruit bowl. That must be more in Daf Tesvav. Tubishvat, fruit. The fruit bowl bounced on top of the head of a man, trying to stay awake because he said, Konam on my sleep, which reminds us, Ravina said that if someone simply said, Konam shani b'shena, Konam on my sleep, without referencing his eyes, although the netter is not valid because sleep is intangible, it is an effective netter and he's still subject to Oyechel Dvaro. So the fruit bowl bounced on top of the head of a man trying to stay awake because he said, Konam on my sleep was snatched by his angry wife who decided to bring it as a gift and visit her father's house before Sukkot. Which reminds us, the Gemara brings a challenge to the Rebuda from a mission which states that if one says to his wife, that which you benefit from me is forbidden till Pesach, if you go to your father's house from now until Sukkot, if she went before Pesach, then she's forbidden in its benefits until Pesach. The Gemara will clarify the question and bring an answer. So the fruit bowl balanced on top of a head of a man trying to stay awake because he said, Konam on my sleep was snatched by his angry wife who decided to bring it as a gift and visit her father's house before Sukkot because she was upset with him for making another netter on something he was obligated to her, Midoraisa, which reminds us, the Mishnah Daf Yiddel on had said that one who says to his wife, Konam my relations with you, the netter is effective. The Gemara here asks, but he's Midoraisa obligated to her, as it's written, Sherek Susa Vonasa Yikra, her food, her clothing, and her time, referring to marital relations, he cannot reduce. So how then can the netter take effect? The Gemara explains that he said, the benefit of your relations is forbidden upon me, in which case the netter is effective, although he effectively forbids her in having relations with him. The Ron explains that he's able to prohibit his own benefit, which is in his control, because he's not directly prohibiting her benefit. Daft Tezine, so the simple Daft Tezine is toes, and we often use an acrobat with big toes. So here goes. The acrobat with big toes, acrobat with big toes? That must be on Daft Tezine, toes. 
The acrobat with big toes who told his worried mother, I will eat, I will eat. Which reminds us, Abai said, that a can be understood in two different ways, either that he will eat or he will not eat, depending on the context. If he was being pressured to eat and he said, I will eat, I will eat, and he said further, I swear, then it means that I will eat in accordance with what he was saying. So the acrobat with big toes who told his worried mother, I will eat, I will eat, swung high above a sukkah where someone who swore he would violate the mitzvah sat inside. Which reminds us, the next Mishnah states, And this is an area in which nadarim are more chamur than shvuos. If someone said, Konam a sukkah that I make, or a lulav that I take, or a film that I put on, in the case of nadarim, he's forbidden to those items, but in the case of shvuos, the oath is not valid, and he's permitted. Because one cannot affect an oath to transgress a mitzvah. So the acrobat with big toes who told his worried mother, I will eat, I will eat, swung high above a sukkah where someone who swore he would violate the mitzvah sat inside, while a man who made a netter and said, the sukkah is forbidden upon me, stood outside. Which reminds us, the Gemara asks, Maishna Netta, what is different about a netta that it's valid even when it contradicts a mitzvah? Because it's written, if a man makes a vow to Hashem, he shall not desecrate his word. And the juxtaposition of Hashem to Well Yechel Dvaro teaches that even a nether made against Hashem's mitzvahs is valid and cannot be desecrated. The run explains that it's more reasonable to assume that the word Hashem in the Pasuk is teaching that a netter is effective even when made against mitzvahs because a netter prohibits entities, in this case a sukkah, which only indirectly disables him from fulfilling his mitzvah. Ashbu, on the other hand, prohibits a person in activities which would directly contradict his obligation to fulfill his mitzvah. Daf Zain. So the similar Daf Zain is a used car salesman. So here goes. The customer who tried to get rid of the pushy used car salesman, used car salesman, that must be on Daf Zain. The customer who tried to get rid of the pushy used car salesman by declaring, I'm a Nazar today if I buy this car, I'm a Nazar today if I buy this car, which reminds us, the next Mishnah states, Yesh neder betok neder. A neder can take effect during the term of another neder, but a shvua cannot take effect within the term of another shvua. How so? If one says, I'm here by a Nazar if I eat this bread, I'm here by a Nazar if I eat this bread, and he eats it, he's chayv to observe a term of Nazirs for each and every one of his Nadarim. The run explains that the second Nazar declaration can take effect even while the person is already a Nazar, but it does not actively begin until he completes his first Nazirus. So, the customer who tried to get rid of the pushy used car salesman by declaring, I'm a Nazar today if I buy this car, I'm a Nazar today if I buy this car, and then desperately tried again by pledging, and I'm a Nazar tomorrow if I buy this car, which reminds us, Ravuna says, they only taught this halacha of Yesh Neder Betok Neder regarding a case where he declared, I'm here by a Nazar today, and then said, I'm here by a Nazar tomorrow, for since an extra day is added, the second Naziris can take effect upon the first Naziris. Because each Naziris term is 30 days, starting a second Naziris tomorrow would dictate that it's ending one day later than the first. This allows the second Naziris to take effect, although practically, he cannot begin it until after the first Naziris is completed. So, the customer tried to get rid of the pushy used car salesman by declaring, I'm a Nazar today if I buy this car, I'm a Nazar today if I buy this car, and then desperately tried again by pledging, and I'm a Nazar tomorrow if I buy this car, didn't know what to say when the salesman responded, I swear I will not sell you a car that's a lemon, followed by, I swear I will not sell you a car that's a lemon, 
or a bad apple, which reminds us, Rav Huna would explain that the parallel case of Shavuos is where he first said, I swear I will not eat figs, and then said, I swear I will not eat figs and dates, that the second Shavuot does not take effect. The Ron explains in his preferred explanation that the second Shavuot means to specifically prohibit eating both figs and grapes, but not either one alone. So the similar Daf Yudches is a chuppah. So here goes. The rabbi standing under the chuppah, chuppah, that must be more on Daf Yudches. The rabbi standing under the chuppah with a nazir who walked down the aisle to the popular tune of Nazir Hazir, which reminds us, the Gemara explains that the Pasuk of Nazir Hazir, which teaches that Naziris takes effect on Naziris, is needed in a case where one declared two Naziris vows simultaneously. The one explains that they are effective as two 30-day periods. Without the Pasuk, one might have thought that one would be hired to observe them as one long 60-day period of Naziris. So the rabbi standing in the chuppah with a nazir who walked down the aisle to the popular tune of Nazir Hazir was shocked when the kala asked him to release her first shavuot not to eat and then discovered her second shavuot kicked in, which reminds us the mission of Yudzayin Amadov had stated, Shavu shu ocha, shavu shu ocha ba'acha, I swear I will not eat this, I swear I will not eat this, and he ate it. Enochai ve'alachas, he's only high for once at a malkas. This implies that the second shavuot does not take effect at all. Rav on this stuff qualifies this by saying, if he asks for a head to breath the first Shavua, the second takes effect on him. The second Shavua is valid insofar as the first is not active to prevent it from taking effect. So the rabbi standing under the chuppah with a nazir who walked down the aisle to the popular tune of Nazir Hazir was shot when the kala asked him to release her first Shavua not to eat and then discovered her second Shavua kicked in. So he changed his speech and gave them advice for their future together that Stam Nadar Mohachmir Uperushim Mohachil which reminds us the next mission states, Stam Nadarim Hachmir, unspecific Nadarim are treated stringently, but their explanation is accepted even leniently. The mission gives numerous illustrations of this principle, the first being, If he said it's to me like salted meat or like poured wine, and didn't specify which type of meat or wine he was referencing, whether it was meat of a carbon and wine of Yainesach or meat and wine served to a Vodazor, we assume he intended to make a valid net, for otherwise, as the Rosh explains, he had no reason to say anything. All right, now it's time to conclude our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which stuff we learn? Stam nadar mohachmir uperushim lahakel. That's on daf. Yudchas. Good. Number two, which stuff did we learn? Yesh neder betoch neder. That's on daf. Yudzayin. Good. Number three, which stuff did we learn? That in the case of a suffolk bechor, it cannot be worked or sheared. That's on daf. Yudtesk. Good number four. Which stuff when the Rav Huna says the case of Yesh Neder Betoch Neder is where one says I'm a Nazar today if I eat this bread. I'm a Nazar tomorrow if I eat this bread. That's on Duff. Yudzayin. Good number five. Which stuff when if one takes two identical Shavuos if he asks for a Heter for the first Shavuot the second one takes effect. That's on Duff. Yudches. Good number six. Which of the one that Rabbi Tarfin says in a case of Suffolk Naziris, one is not a Nazir, since Lonitna Naziris Elul Hafla, Naziris only takes effect if there is certainty. That's on Duff. Yudtesk. Good number seven. Which of the learned that Shua Shoochel can be interpreted in two ways depending on context? That's on Duff. Tezain. Good number eight. Which of the one that the Pasuk of Nazir Hazir is the source that Naziris is Chal on a Naziris? That's on Duff. Yudches. Good number nine. Which of the one according to Rav Huna, the parallel case of Shvua Betoch Shvua is where he said, A Shvua, I won't eat figs. A Shvua, I won't eat figs and dates. That's on Duff. 
Yudzain. Good. And number 10, which of the one that reviewed the rules in a case where one said he's a Nazir, if there's a certain amount of grain in a pile, and then some of it was lost, he is not a Nazir. That's on Dav. Yudtes. Excellent. That concludes today's shear. This is Rabbi Yavram Gotham Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.